Okay. Bokachal, today's office, Lamed Gimel in Sota. We left off about the eight lines from the top of the page. Tefillah. Tefillah is one of the things that can be said in any language. It's not necessary. We started off the parish by saying the things that can be said in any language. We Sometimes said Parsha Sota. Here it is. Here it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> any language that you choose, right? There's a difference, though. Not when you're the Shliach Tzibor. When you're the Shliach Tzibor, that's not proper. But right. unfortunately, I know what you mean. Anyway, it's the Krishma Utzfilo. Now, so yesterday we had the Drushes. How do we know that Sota, because it's based on the Pasuk, right? But Omar Elaish has got to be able to say something he can hear. The Kohen has to say something that she can hear. Vidya Mais is also learning. Krishma. What about Tzfilo? But Tefillah is very simple. Rachmihi. It's begging for mercy. It's asking for things. However you want. God understands every language, so you should say it in any language that you can understand. Also, as we mentioned, Tefillah is one of the things that, even though Tefillah is a derisa, but the, the way we say it, the Lushan that we use, of course, that's certainly not a derisa. So, that was very simple. That should be Drabonan. That means it should be, it should, it should be in the vernacular, any Lushan you understand. It's really true that tefillah can be in any language. You shouldn't speak in Aramaic, which was the vernacular in Bavel. They spoke in Aramaic like our Gemara is. You shouldn't do it. Why? If you ask for your needs, if you ask Hashem, uh, you respond to Him in Aramaic. The Malachasharis don't attend to you. They don't listen to you. They pay no attention. The Fishay Malachasharis, Makir and Balash and Arami, they don't understand the Aramaic. So you say, you're not supposed to daven in Aramaic. So we'll get to an important Kash here in a second, but let's first fear us the Gemara. So it's low Kash. They don't understand. They don't understand. Aramaic or any foreign language? No, any Aramaic. Aramaic, they, Aramaic, they understand. Okay. So he says, that was the vernacular that, they, the, the, the vernacular that was spoken among the Jewish people was Aramaic. So you shouldn't even spell Aramaic because Machoshas don't understand it. So the Gemara, we're going to understand this in a minute, that it's really allegorically, it doesn't really mean uh, liter- that, that the concern is that the Malachashars don't understand it, because we'll get to that in a minute. But, but just in terms of the, the Gemara says it's still literally, they don't understand it. What do you mean they don't understand it? So, 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 so the Kashas, if they don't understand it, that means that it, it says you're not supposed to be davening in the Lashon Aramis because the Malachashars don't understand. So we'll get to the Malachashars, what does that have to do with the price of tea in a minute. But it says you're not supposed to daven in Aramaic. A yachud shouldn't daven in Aramaic because then he needs the Malachashars to sort of to help him along. And, and uh, they don't understand, they don't understand the Aramaic. That, that's literal. They're, that the Malachashars don't understand the Aramaic, that's literal. But in the Tzibur, when you're davening with Tzibur, with the schus of the Tzibur, it's good for you, even if there are many people that you don't like in the Tzibur. But the schus of the Tzibur is there, is strong. Therefore, you don't need the Malachashars, and therefore you can daven even in Aramaic, because we said the basic idea is you can daven any Lashon you want. So I think Marcus Malachashars, Makim Lashon Rami, is it really true? Malachashars don't understand Aramaic? For Tanya, Yochan Kaingadol, Yochan Kaingadol, but he served in Yom, on Yom Kippur in the Kachikachim, Shama Basko, he basically here, Basko coming from Kachikachim, Shuomer, that the, this is the time when he was serving the, the uh, young Kohanim had gone out to fight against the Greeks literally in war they fought in war on Yom Kippur and he heard a Baskal say the young ones who went out to wage war against the Antioch, the Antiochus uh, the ones who went out they were victorious and that's who they won and as he heard like a report came in over the radio so to speak the Baskal came in and told them 
So what do you see? And they said this, the Baskal said this is in Aramaic. Notzru Talia de Ozlu Lakhak, I was like, let's run tomorrow. Shumai, so we shouldn't say another story. Shimon Tzadik, apparently also with the coin gold. Shum Basko Beskach, here Basko Beskach, Kachim, obviously Anim Kippur. Shuomer, the Talus Avidita, the Omer son of Lysel Ahechla. The Sone, his Caligula, wanted to bring the, uh, wanted to bring, you know, an idol into the, uh, Hechel. Uh, the, the, so that Zeru that he wanted to do, the Omer son of the hated one, as one who hates us, who wanted to bring it to Hechel, this, uh, that, that decree that he was going to bring it in, and it's Bottle, the Nera Gaskalkis, and he was killed. And his Xerus was Bottle. Now he heard this on Yom Kippur in the Kachay Kachim from Abasko. But Kosvo also saw, and they wrote down when that took actually, when it actually took place when it was Bottle. The Kivnu, and it turned out exactly was Bottle at that time. And it was a Bosco, it was a real Bosco, which testified that at 2 p.m., he was Mavakwit, and they found out that Taka was at 2 p.m. But what do you see here? The Bosco is spoken Aramaic. Bosco is coming from Malachim, are they not? Well, so, and you see, we have Bosco, we lost in Rami Haya. Hayami said it in, in Aramaic. So two answers. Everybody say, Mavakwit, Shani. Regular, regular, the regular rank and file Malachim don't speak in Aramaic. But a basco is different. Why? The Lashmiya Because the whole part of a basco is that people should understand it. Different malachim have different jobs. Take this there, do this, help this guy, whatever. But a basco's whole purpose is to be, to, 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 to speak, you know, that people should understand it. Everybody has a different job, right? A basco, if your job is to be a speaker, normally don't, but a basco did They memorize this phonetically. No, no, then, no, no, this, whatever. It's interesting. Rashi says, if you look at Rashi, Whatever Midashem set up, whatever power that be that is set up for Basco, that Hashem gave with the power of, of speaking any language, because its whole purpose is to make its to make its message be known. Or you could say, again, normal Malachim don't speak Aramaic, but a Gavriel, that was Gavriel. Gavriel was the one who authored that Basco. Uh, the Amramar, we're going to see in a few days, we're talking about uh, Yo- uh, Yosef. Yosef did not remember his Fasla Yadati Eshma, and then Bar Gavriel, the Limbish of Moshan, he taught Yosef with seven Lashonas. So the Gavriel was different, he was an exception, he spoke Lashonas. The, the Gomorrah here doesn't deal, which I thought it, would, it seems yeah. to me, with someone who, in the, in the first part of the Gomorrah, with someone who doesn't speak, who only speaks Aramaic. Right. Do it doesn't happen? No, no. So, 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 uh, uh, so, number one, he should go adopt the Tzibur. We said the person right. doesn't see, but see, there's no, no problem. Can't say the word. He oh. he so the answer is the answer is no. Any, a person who can't speak any language, let's say only speaks, uh, 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 and the malachim do understand English. The, the real the real issue over here is not that the gemara dealt okay, the gemara dealt with do they understand? The malachim don't speak Aramaic as a rule. Basco is different. or Gavriel is different. But the the, the shaloi asks, <laughs> what's going on over here? Are you supposed to use foul for the malachim? Are you supposed to use foul to God? That's the real issue over here. This is what are you going to do? You're not supposed to daven in Aramaic because the Malachim don't understand Aramaic. Let's get more about the Malachim. I'm speaking to a bunch of So you should understand. So you should understand it's like this. So, he's, so, he has, they're, they're, so we said that they help along. You, the you should, you're right. You should, you should understand you're misfouled to God. Unfortunately, it's like this many times also where people believe in certain rabbis or this or that and the other or believe in praying to the dead. It's supposed to be misfouled to the Bodish you could uh, the others like you say can help you along you say they were supposed to and a, a yachid they, it comes along the Rosh Law says that, that what's really is supposed to happen is it's trying to tell you that your Lashon should be clear that you're that you're when you when you daven it shouldn't be magumgam. it shouldn't be like you don't know what you're talking about it should be very clear that's really what the essence of the Gemara is sure you can daven any language that you want but you should try to be very very clear about it 
It could very well be that the whole listening with Aramaic is true. The Malachim don't understand Aramaic. That's what the Gemara seems to say. But the idea is that you should be as clear as you can. If a person cannot speak any other language except for Aramaic, and he doesn't have a minion because he's in some small town, what is he to do? The Lord understands him. He just won't have as much help from the Malachim. But it's clear that you could dive in early English. Uh, yeah. A lot of it, and uh, you know, a lot of. Right, right. Some people do not say. So, that's that. Well, yeah, bruch shmei. There's many things that are uh, that are added on that are that are in Aramaic. Not, not the Aramaic. Ah, ah. Ah, ah. So right, right. So again, yeah, it means. So it's as it, like the Gemara says here. It's a siyua for for individuals. That seaboard. But he says very clearly that at seaboard it's not a problem. And it's super not a problem. You don't need them. If you don't need you don't need them. Obviously, there's no other choice. And if you speak, all you speak is Swahili. You can assume that, uh, you know, presumably, if they didn't speak Aramaic, they didn't speak Swahili or English either. You know, that's, you have to assume also that they only speak, is spoken Lashon HaKodesh, which is always the preferred Lashon if you could speak that. But if you can't say it in Lashon HaKodesh, you could manage in any other language. That's the idea of the Mishnah. You can manage in any other language, but it's preferable to use, uh, to use, to use, um, Lashon HaKodesh. That can also be in any language. It says, bless God. Anyway, you can bless him. It says, Barach doesn't say, There was no Pusik indicating, like he said yesterday, It says, bless God. He heard the call. It doesn't say Vishbiura, and they made him swear that you might think Vishbiura is a lotion of uh, of uh, that Bezin did it in in, in Hebrew. Vishama, as long as he heard the curse, any lotion that he can hear it in. He's got to be able to hear it. He can hear it. That's like we said before. She has to hear it. In the case of the Sota, as long as, he, as long as he, it's understandable to the person, that's a Shvur. Shvur is Bakadin. How do you know that also could be in any language? Asi Tech Tech, the Mishvur Sedis. That's one of the from Shvur Sedis, which we just learned out from the Shema. So we have the things, the small list of things that can be said in any language. And as we said, Shema, Davening, all can be said in any language if a person doesn't understand Hebrew. The following things can only be in Lashon Kodesh. And he goes on, Mikr Bikurim, Chalitz, etc., etc. And he lists the whole list. Ad, Mikr Bikurim, Kate said, until he sense what's Mikr Bikurim, what's the story of Mikr Bikurim, how do we know that? It says, Vanisa, right? This is all part of the Mishnah. Vanisa, you might think Shemel Kechem. And it says, by Right, just like the Levim spoke in Lashon Hakodesh. Remember when they turned Hargreesim Harevel? Afkam Lashon Hakodesh. Here also, Anisa Marta has learned out, and it's Exer Shava Biker Bikurim for Anisa Marta from from uh, the Brachos. He has to be Lashon Hakodesh. So that was all. In, that was all the mission, basically. That was just a quote from the mission. Now it really should be the end of the two dots. Now the Gemara says Levim Gufayu Menol. How did? How do you know the Levim that it was in Hebrew? That's fine. You learn out the quote from Levim. How do you know the Levim? Also, you call Kol Moshe. Ksiv Ha Kol Ram. That they said it in a loud voice. Uksiv Hasam, and it says by the Seres Dibros. Moshe Yidaber Ba'elokim Yanenu Bekol. So you learn our Kol just about the whole Moshe. Just like the Torah was given, obviously in Hebrew, Lashon Hakodesh, Avkam Lashon Hakodesh. So therefore, you learn out the Levim who gave the brachos from Moshe Rabbeinu Kol Kol. And you learn out uh, Bikurim from there. Chalitza. How do you know Chalitza? The Russian that they speak over there, right? That she has to say, Me'en Yavami, the Amesi, the Amesi, and Amein, Amein. How do you ask me in Hebrew? So, the Gemara said, Chalitza, Kate said, that was in the Mishnah also, correct? 
Uh, it says no, no, no. Chalitza, chalitza. We said chalitza. Yeah, it means this is. Ba'anser ba'amra. Ba'anser ba'amra. It says ba'anser ba'amra. Ha'aram ba'amra. It's saying la'kom levim. Afkam moshegash. And Rebbe Yehuda say Rebbe Yehuda says no. I don't need exer shav. It says ba'anser ba'amra kacha. So besides, she's supposed to say quote kacha yeselayish. But just look at the words ba'anser ba'amra kacha. This is how it's supposed to be. The way it says it right here in the Torah in Hebrew. So that's Rebbe Yehuda says I don't need exer shav for that. Rabbana and high kachamayav. The Gemara says, "Okay, fine, very nice. What did the Rabbana do with kacham? Avudas is kacham. I don't need exer shava. What does Rabbana do with kachamayav? Let me borrow the who the davar shehu maasenak. What does it says? Kacham yeyaseh. Now, in the case of the yavama and the chalitza, the whole story over there, there are certain things which are actions like spitting, like removing the shoe, physical actions, and there are certain things which are dibur. So he says, you know what? The Chirama said, kacha yeyaseh. Anything which is a maaseh, like the spitting, like the removing of the shoe, that is has to be done. Kacha, it's got to be done. You can't leave that out. If you left out a word here or there, it could be say also the chalitza. Kacha. Kacha. It's mashma. You feel it. Right, right. You feel it that it's right, right? You have a, you have a gasha that that's right. In other Kacha yeyasa. That's how it should be done. Don't make any changes, right? So that's our bundle of kacha. Ladavashu masamakim. Anything which is mas like the spinning or removing a shoe. If you don't do that, if you left out a word, maybe you're yotze. But if you left that out, you're not yotze. You gotta do it again. So, so like Moshe says, it's such a good vart. How can Rabbi Yehuda deny that? Rabbi Yehuda uses kacha to learn out that it's got to be in Hebrew. What does he do? Rabbi Yehuda, how does he? Oh, so the answer is with you, you, usually a word is mashma. What is a drush of one thing? So the answer is so. Rabbi Yehuda says like this: Rabbi Yehuda mi ko kacha because ko also means ko. This is how it should be done. Ko tasedze, right? So it could have said ko, and it says kacha. The extra chaf teaches me. So right, Rabbi Yehuda does learn out, but he says I got really two imurim: one from ko and one from kacha. Rabbanan say ko kacha lo mashma. It's still one word. It's not a separate drasha. Could have said ko, could have said kacha. One drasha is one drasha, not more. So it should be done. Right. So about a ko kacha mashma. Okay, fine. Very good. So at the end of the day, we want they both agree that it's that things that are masim and chalitza are ma'akib. You have to do it that way, either from ko or from kacha or from ko kacha. Uh, but the Rabban have the Gzair Shav, Rabbi Yudha, I don't need Gzair Shav. Rabbi Yudha, Haiva, Ansava, Amr, Maile. Okay, so Rabban said, Ansava, Amr, is it to teach you Gzair Shav, but it's got to be in Hebrew. What does Rabbi Yudha do with it? Rabbi Yudha says, I don't need Ansava, Amr, Gzair Shav. I have it from Kacha, my Avalei. Boile, like Mur, Levim, Devloshna, Kodesh. Ah, just the opposite. He says, since it says Ba'ansava Amra, and by Levim it says Ba'ansava Amra, from here, Chalitza, not like the Rabban say, you learn out from the Levim to Chalitza, which is backwards. From Chalitza teaches me that the Levim also have to say in Hebrew. So learn of Kom Moshe. Why didn't he learn out like the Rabban learn out? You learn Kol Kol from Moshe that it has to be in Hebrew. Zani Ani Agamar, Kol Kol Agamar. He had the Gzair Shav. Gzair Shav, you can't touch on your own. It has to be a Kabbalah from your, from your teacher. Ani Ani, he had such a Gzair Shav. That was the Kabbalah he had. Kol Kol Agamar. He never heard that. He never learned that Gzair Shav, and therefore he didn't hold of it. If it says ko kocha, it's only less than kodesh. Why? Ko ko Israel. Again, not that that's the shava, but simply ko is like Moshe said. Ko's got to be this way. Ko sevarchu got to be in Hebrew. Kocha chalitz got to be in Hebrew. Right? That's it. Ani avamira levim. Ani avamira is already zeh shava. Once I know by 
by Chalitza that Varan Sabamra is in Hebrew based on Kacha. I learn out on Sabamra too, Varanu Halavim, Varanu that that also has to be in Hebrew. Brachsa calls Kaitsa. What was the story with the Brachsa Kaitsa? Keeps Ramayi So the mission went on to explain the whole story. They cast over the Ardain, and half the tribes went up on one mountain and the other mountain, etc. Tanurabona. Where was that? It's on the other side of the Jordan. What's the other side of the Jordan? Not where we are in Jordan today, Trans Jordan, but they were in the Midbar. They came around. They made the loop, right? So they when, when they were they were in Jordan. So when it says over there, Beaver Yadin, we really mean in Eretz Israel. Now it says Right? Where is that? Far away, not exactly on the border, on the river, but inside, further into Israel, Why? Because it says Achorei. Achorei is lotion of further in. What does mean? Where the sun comes from. That means from the east, if you're looking at it from the eastern bank of the, of the Jordan River, it's far in there, meaning it's way west, deep, deep into the west bank. Right? It's a very good lushing of easy as bank. Because when we say the bank over here, as we'll see, bank doesn't mean like the bank of the river right here. Here's the river, here's the bank. The West Bank could be real far in, right? It's, uh, it could be many, many miles in. It's still called the West Bank. It's the West Side. Meaning, the sun sets in the east. It's far away from there. Far away from the eastern side, from the eastern side of the Jordan River. Where? There. It's in the land of the Canaanites who live in the plain. Right, she, she, right, where the Kutim live. Okay, the Kutim today. Kutim means he means today in our time. You know, the Gemara was saying that they were the Kutim weren't there then. Kutim came later on in the days of Sanhedrin. He brought him in there. So he says Kutim. He's just trying to say what place is that today? Today in the time of the Gemara, that's where the Kutim are. Mura Gilgal. What does that mean? Some of the Gilgal, right near Gilgal. Mora. Where is that? What's Elone Mora? It's like some mission. That's Shem. It doesn't say Shem. It says Elone Mora. But we know it's Shem. How do we know? It says in Bereshis, So you see from Avram, in the case of Avram, it says Shem is Elone Mora. Now Rashi takes out Rashi and the Bach take out Tanya because it's all one long Sefri. So in, in the Midbar they were talking Hebrew, I presume. Correct. Correct. Talk Hebrew. And Hebrew was lost. Hebrew was was the language. It was lost later on in Babel. In Eretz Israel, they also in spoke in Hebrew. Bubble. In Babel. In Babel, it became more Why Aramaic. Speak I guess it was a combination of it's like Yiddish. It became a language. Of, they, they 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 merged they the local the local country. Then the discussion today, the the, the the argument today over whether you even should be speaking Hebrew as opposed to just using Hebrew for. Right. Clear. I mean, here yeah. you see, you can yeah. take it either way, but the fact is, they spoke we're Hebrew. listing, we're right. not saying speak Hebrew, we're listing certain situations. I, I, well, oh, yeah, you can't well, learn you from, from our we have to learn from the cards, right? You, can you well, learn from there the to, market, you, you can't extrapolate to the, extra, to the Mayasharm extrapolation that you shouldn't speak yeah. Hebrew because it's uh, using it for profan- no, profanity. Go either way. You can go either way. You can't prove it. Correct. Here we're also talking about the things that have Although to be in Hebrew. The whole thing is based on, the whole concept of the Elohim is based on the fact that we don't speak Hebrew. This is we don't speak Hebrew in the vernacular, so what things must be in Hebrew, what things don't have to be in Hebrew. But again, everything is preferable in Hebrew if you understand it. All the things we said up here that can be in English or whatever it is, is only if you don't understand Hebrew. So you, you should you should say it in English like Rick said yesterday. If you don't understand Hebrew, you should, it's preferable to say it in English so you understand what you're saying. 
But if you do speak Hebrew and you understand Hebrew, obviously everything is preferable to be Hebrew. Yeah, yeah, it's not an issue. But the mission itself is in Hebrew. The mission itself is totally Hebrew. The Gemara is Aramaic, but the mission itself is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he said, spoke the average, the average. Yeah. Why? Why weren't they? Was it just cult? Was it just the environment? It was after those levels. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but in other words, was there a negative in speaking Hebrew? Or was no, just no, no. That they were in a that was what they. That's what they knew. That's what they do. That's what they knew. That's what the people spoke. Yeah. It's a miracle when you think about it today that the lang- that the lang- for all the fun we make that you know a hundred years ago nobody spoke Hebrew and now a whole country speaking Hebrew. It's just amazing mm-hmm. that and it's never in the history of the world that a basically a dead language, a spoken language, was dead, was revived. You know, they don't bring back the old languages anymore. It's just unbelievable. So who's speaking Greek? Who's speaking Greek today? You know? Yeah, but I mean, the, you know, the old Greek. That was Tanya Rav Lazar. Yeah, Latin. I mean, Latin. Latin is really right. Latin. Right, good, right. I proved the Kutum to be wrong. I proved it wrong. Because the Kutum didn't, don't believe in Torah Shabbal Peh. Yet, in their Chumash, in their Chumash, they say Shechem. This is a real Adil Shechem. They said Shechem in Dvarim. It doesn't say Shechem there. We just said it would be doing from Brachis. You forged your Torah, meaning you've made it wrong. You didn't get anything by it. You say in the Pesach in Dvarim it says Shechem. You don't hold Xer Shabbat, you don't hold Shabbat back. You don't want to listen to Tashik Shabbat. How'd you learn it? The answer is you faked it. So he showed them that they're wrong. Reb Lezer learns differently. Reb Lezer says not that it was, uh, that, that it was uh, like we saw the first place, it's deep into the West Bank. Reb Lezer it's right near the Jordan River. It's right near the river. Right? And he takes out things. It's right when you pass over the Ardain. Not Acharei, but as soon as you go in there, Acharei, what does that mean? Far away from the sun sets in the west. In other words, far away from the western bank, from the west side, towards the east, meaning on the, on the river itself. We'll see right away. It doesn't mean, they, it's Eretz Kananim, but the Chivim lived there, because Shechem, Shechem himself was from the Chivite family. I understand. We just saw that the, it was supposed to be, Yeshua was the plain. And, and we saw that the mountains, the blessings were on the mountains. What's going on? Yoshvin, uh, Yoshvin. You couldn't see Gilgal from there. So you had several conscious. What does that mean? The brachas didn't take place there. So Blazer Miyakub explains. And as Rabbi will go, Rabbi Eliezer will go, this is, this is a Rebbe Eliezer. He'll go like a This isn't the place where they made the brach. The brach was in Kolos, were in Haragriz, and Harabel, as we know. But these, these were directions. Oh, here's these directions. The derech go. Originally, when they left Mitzrayim, Hadar Hashem showed them the way with the cloud during the day and the fire at night. After Moshe was going to die, after Moshe was die, was going to cease. So the Pasuk already told them, after Moshe dies and there'll be no more uh, cloud and fire, what's the way you come into Eretz Yisrael? Moshe won't be there anymore. He's dying for it. He didn't have a GPS. So he's telling you the way you should go. Shalom B'Shana. But Derech Lechu, what does he mean? Go on the road, Don't go through the fields. Go on the, on the roads that the, that the Canaan have already set up there. Don't go through the, don't go through the uh, forest. Go in a place which is well, because it's less dangerous. Don't go over the mountains, go in the river. When you come to Harevon, you have reason, that's when you do it. But he's telling you over here, this isn't the place that they made the, the uh, Brachs of Laws, this is just the way to go. How do they pass? Throughout the Midbar, the Arun Nasei Achresh, they went after two of the flags, two of the tribes. Here, 
the arm went first. It goes first, and it's all in front of you. Every day, Levine would carry the arm. By Yom Nasukhan, here the Kohanim carried it on the station. When the uh, edges of the feet of the Kohanim, as you see, when, as they put their feet into the water, and it says, who, who are the Kohanim? So you see that the Levine didn't carry the arm. It was the Kohanim at, at this time. Right. Why? He's just giving you the whole story and saying over here how things were different over here. How did they go? And a lot of this is in the pasuk here. It's in, you know, in verse Hashem, all these things are psukim. He's just giving you a story. Yeah, he's just, he's just giving you a story and telling you this is how it happened. There were three places where the Kohanim carried the arm. Shavasi Yarden when they passed the arm. Shesi was here when they surrounded Yericho. Ukshachzilim come when they brought it back to its place in the base of Mikdash. And then and to, tomorrow's daf we're going to explain the story. Of course, is as they put they put the, their feet into the river. What happened? The river all split and then went back up. And it tells you the whole story as we'll continue tomorrow. Mitzvah Shem. Actually, I think the Rambam says that the Mitzvah carrying the Aron is a Kohanim, not the Levim. We always think in terms of Levim carrying the Aron. I think the Rambam process is the Kohanim. Right, but, but, but normally they carry, you know, but it, normally he says, uh, in these three places, yeah. the Levim carried it. Only in these places the Kohanim carried it.